show me your plan for my life in this season. Okay? He always has a plan for every season of your life, and he reveals that plan as we go along. That's why the scripture says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. If you, if you study that out, you would find that what the scripture, what the psalmist is saying, is that as I travel on the path of light, the word of the Lord sometimes lights up just the place where you are stepping for your next step. And some other times, the light of the word lights up a chunk of meals. Like when you're driving and you have your car lights on, it can only go so far but there is a distance from where you are to what you can see. The word sometimes will give you an insight for a particular season, a chunk of time where you can see God's general plan. But then he also gives you his word for your feet so that you wake up tomorrow and you can get direction for what to do at work concerning that situation. So God is always looking to lead us by his word so that we can have a successful journey through life. And that's why the scripture says in Second Chronicles, we don't, we're not going to go there. I'm going to jump straight into Isaiah 42, but I, just, I, I talked about this in a little bit more detail on, on, on our New Year's Eve service because I really want us to have the right attitude towards the word of God, particularly at a time like this um, where there is all kinds of things. Everyone is saying, this is what the Lord is saying. This is what the Lord is saying. I think it is important that you don't sort of go with popular culture, um, but that you, we know what scripture says concerning these kinds of things. And so this is why the scripture says in Second Chronicles 20, 20, that if you believe the Lord your God, you will be established. You will have a solid foundation, but if you believe his prophets, you will prosper. A lot of times when we read that scripture, we make it about the prophets. But the reality is, it is not about the prophet, it is about the prophecy. It is about the word of the Lord. It is not that, you, it, it is, it is it, the, 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 the operative thing there is that this person has heard from God. And so if God sends you a donkey, <laughs> amen, and the donkey is speaking the word of the Lord, the key thing is not the donkey, it is the word of the Lord. Are you with me so far? Because the thing that will cause you to prosper is not the prophet, but it is the prophecy that the prophet is carrying. Does that make sense? And by the way, let me just insert this here. And we said this on, on, on Sunday. I, I'm not going to apologize for, for really laboring this because it is important that we have, um, that our hearts are right. You know, with God, understanding is everything. Okay? Manipulation and and um, um, what I, those kinds of things only happen when there is a lack of understanding or where ignorance rules. Now, here, here is what is very important for you to understand. In, in this dispensation, um, the, the prophetic word is, no, is not the same as it was in the Old Testament. I'll explain what it means. It doesn't mean it doesn't carry weight. But in the Old Testament, they had to just take the word of the prophet because they had no access to the giver of the prophecy. But in the New Testament, you have, you have access to the giver of the prophecy. And now in the New Testament, the word of the prophet that is sent to you is really a compliment. Everyone say compliment. compliment. 
is really a complement to you hearing the word of the Lord. It is no replacement for you hearing from God. Okay? God will you raise up people to bring you the word, but he's supposed to be uh, uh, alongside you hearing the Lord for yourself. Can I just tell you something? This is not a season to only just look out for what they're going to tell you that God said to you. Amen? In fact, if anybody brings you a word to say this is what God is going to do in your life, and it is complete news to you, best case scenario, put a label on it, put it on the fridge, and go speak to the giver of the prophecy. Does that make sense? And so I, 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 uh, this, is, this is why I have seen over, you know, I've been a Christian for a while and, and pastoring now this year will be 10 years where we've been pastoring. And I've seen the devastation that can happen when we don't, when, when we don't check the word of God for ourselves. Or when, or, or when, even when the word of God, even when the word of God does come to you, if you do not have a confirmation after a conversation with the Holy Ghost in you, what happens is that you be a flaky Christian who is kind of almost looking for a magic trick. Because you have no conviction. And I think that uh, there are so many Christians who are traveling around life, walking around with wishes that have been released over them by people, but no real conviction about what God is going to do. So you are saying certain things about what God is going to do, but there is no conviction because there is no second witness on the inside of you. And so make hearing from God, whatever your age, wherever you are, make hearing from God a priority this year. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you can hear from God. And so we want to put ourselves in that place where we hear from God. So as we release this word, I am so confident that the Spirit of God will confirm his word to you. But I want you to be in a place where you understand how to receive the word of God. It is important that the other extreme that we go to is where we start to minimize supernatural things like the prophetic word that comes to you. No, Paul tells Timothy, wage a good warfare with the prophetic words that were released over you. There is such a thing as the now word. You You can only go so far with principles. But God is looking to release into your life a revelation of what he's doing in any season. Because man lives by a revelation. Okay? We live by a revelation. Everyone say revelation. If you understand me so far, say amen. Amen. And so I I just like to always insert that, particularly when we're doing things like this, because I think that that understanding is very, very important. But whatever happens in any season of your life, what, what you need to find is a revelation. Stay on the word of God. Stay on the logos word of God until you get a rhema word of God. Amen. That, that's what the prophetic word is in many ways. It is a revelation of what God is going to do. That is why a prophetic word will not violate the written word. Okay? A prophetic word will not violate the written word. The prophetic word that says you should eat grass is a violation of the written word. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's not go into details. You know what I mean? Some of you know what I'm talking about. We, we hear all kinds of weird stuff that goes on in this world. Everyone say balance. balance. 
and balance is not an equal opportunity. It's not, it's, not, it's not unbelief and faith mixed together. Balance is the word. Okay? Balance is the real counsel of the word. And so I'm just going to continue to talk to you about these scriptures which the Lord has laid on my heart for, our, for us as a church family. And I ask you to take them. I ask you to receive them. I ask you to seek the Lord for them. And if you find an amen, I'm asking you to hold on to it. I'm asking you to wage warfare with the word. Don't hold back. Run with this word. Fight with this word. You know, hope with this word. Stand on this word. God, God, God is faithful and he will make the word to become flesh. He will cause the word that you believe in, the, that word that you are holding on to, to become the reality in your life. And as we read, I'll explain some things and I'll declare some things over your life because there is power in the declarations that are made over your life. And this year, let me just tell you, I'm under instruction from the Lord to honor his word in a fresh way. It isn't like I haven't honored the word before, but you know, there are levels in the things that God does. But, uh, and there is, there is um, a, a fresh call, definitely for me, uh, in teaching the word, there is a fresh call to honor, to give weight to the word in a fresh way. The book of Acts chapter 19, we're going to Isaiah, I'm just introducing. Acts chapter 19, verse 20, just pop that off on the screen, Acts 19, 20 if you can. It says that the word of the Lord grew mightily and the word of the Lord prevailed. Amen. This is why, why the Lord laid this on my heart. This year, the word of the Lord will grow and prevail in your life. Come on, somebody say amen to that. The word of the Lord will grow mightily and the word of the Lord will prevail. Come on, put your hand up. Anyone believe me this morning? Say, the word of the Lord will grow in my life. And I declare that the word of the Lord will prevail in my life. Amen. That is the will of God, that the word of God will grow in you. That by the time we finish this year, your understanding of scripture, your understanding of the word of God, your relationship with the word of God will not be the same, that it will grow in you and it will prevail. Amen? If the tumor grows, the word of the Lord concerning healing will grow mightily in you and that word will prevail. Amen. If, 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 if there is situations in your relationships that you don't know what to do about, the word of the Lord will grow mightily and the word of the Lord will prevail in your situation. I don't know about you. If there is anything I want to prevail, it is the word of the Lord. My prayer this year for me and my house, what about you? My prayer for me and my house is that the word of the Lord will prevail. That above my ideas, the word of the Lord will prevail. Above the things that I want, the word of the Lord will prevail. Above the things that society is imposing upon me, that the word of the Lord will prevail. Radiant City Church, this is my prayer for us this year. That the word of the Lord will prevail in this church. That the word of the Lord will prevail in your life. That the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord will be the last word in your life regardless of what you go through, that God will raise up a bunch of people who believe the word of God long enough to see the word prevail in your life because this is incorruptible seed sent to change your life forever. Amen? Your victory is in the word. And so Isaiah 42 is our foundational scripture 
um, one of them at least, he says, uh, Isaiah 42 verse 5, he says, Thus says the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth, who, who, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it. Anybody breathing today? Yeah, this person gave you that breath. And, and, uh, and spirit to those who walk on it. Verse 6, he says, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles. Verse 7 says, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness from the prison houses. Lord, I lift up every person in this house today. And I declare that they will experience your presence in unprecedented ways. That this year you will see the Lord holding your hand. That this year he will keep you and use you as a light to those who don't know him. That you will be a light to the Gentiles. That the new realities in your life will be open doors for new things for people to come out of the prison. To step out of darkness. That you will not live your life for yourself this year because there are Gentiles waiting for the brightness of your light to break them out of darkness. There are some people in prison this year that are waiting for you to rise up and allow the word of God to prevail in your life so that you can bring them out of prison. There are blind eyes to open. And this year, I pray that every single day of this year will be maximized. Come on, I was expecting a louder amen. I'm expecting the Lord to use you to open blind eyes. I'm expecting the Lord to use you to be a light to the Gentiles. That those who find themselves in dark places will come out because of you. That through you, the wisdom of God will flow through you and in your attitude and in your behavior and in your actions. That all kinds of things, all kinds of complications in your home will be rectified because the wisdom of God will make it less complex. Light to the Gentiles. Light in dark places. Verse 8 says, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory, this scripture always makes me want to go, oh my goodness. I, when, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask the Lord to say this to my face. I really want to hear him say this. You know, when his words, you know, the Bible says about his, his voice, like, the, like the, the sound of many waters. Or his voice thunders. I really want God to say this. I, oh no, let me speak to the Lord. See, that's, that's my, I am the Lord, that is my name. And my glory I will not give to another. Nor my praise to carved images. This year, let me tell you the truth. God is not going to share his glory with your education. He's not going to share his glory with what you got of the wisdom you got on Instagram. He's not going to share his glory with your boss. He wants to do things in your life that exceed your income at work. He wants to do things in your life that cannot be explained by your education. Because this year, he will not share his glory with carved images. Amen. Verse, come on, let's give the Lord a hand of praise. <laughs> Listen, don't be shy to give God praise. Don't worry about your neighbor. Give him praise. You're traveling your journey by yourself. 
Listen, let me tell you something. We are all in a group, but, 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 but in many ways we are alone. Amen? My breakthrough can be tied to your breakthrough if you are believing for a breakthrough for me like, or like I am. So in other words, what I'm saying is as I'm traveling this year, I'm not going to let your cuteness stop my hello. No, no, no. I will give God praise. I mean, I'm saying that. I'm saying that because there was somebody who wanted to give to, to clap to the Lord, but somehow the people around you were not clapping. And so you doled out your clap. You better not do that this year. You better give God praise wherever you find yourself when he has been good to you. Let me say what the Lord said to me. We are not going to allow, we as believers, we set the temperature. If you believe in a scripture, if you believe in a work, don't allow somebody who is still processing it to determine the level of your faith. If you hear a word that is being preached and you believe it, don't let the dullness of all those around you cap your faith. No, say I received that word. I'm going for it because you will set the pace. Does that make sense? What we often do, and we do that, if we, and this is important, because if we do that at church, we do it at work, we do it on Facebook, we do it everywhere where culture sets the pace for where you are going, but God has given you the light. And so you don't turn down your light because it's dark here. No, no, God has been good. I said God has been good. Verse 9 says, behold the former things. They have come to help me preach. They have come to? The, 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 the former things have come to pass. And new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. See, as the prophet Isaiah here, he's speaking about Jesus, but he's also prophesying about you. Because this year, the Lord is declaring new things. I said the Lord is declaring new things. Come on, anybody tired of the same old, same old? Well, I have good news for you because the Lord is declaring new things. In your prayer life, that is going to be completely new. In your walk with God, is going to be new. Please don't expect the same thing you expected from Cheeto last year. I'm not going to preach the, the same way I preach. The hand of the Lord is coming upon me in a fresh way. I'm going to preach in a new way. Amen. What about you? Because the Lord is declaring new things. You're not going to be dealing with money issues the same old way. No, he's declaring new things. He's going to open your eyes so you don't make the same mistakes you used to make. Welcome to managing money in a different way. Because he's declaring new things. The same mistakes you made with your children. You will not repeat them this year. Because the Lord is declaring new things. New things. Everyone say new things. Come on, somebody say new things. When something is new, it means it has not been seen before. Or it's a fresh combination of what was. Okay? It, it, it's something that is newly produced. But notice that it springs forth. It's shooting out. And God, before it springs forth, the scripture says God tells you of them. If you are wondering what I am doing, talking about new things before new things come, I'm just a mouthpiece for the Lord today. Because his way of operating is before the new thing comes up, he tells you of that. 
He always announces what he is going to do before he does it. Because walking with God is not walking by sight. Walking with God is walking by faith. So he gives you his word and asks you, do you believe this? Because if you can believe it, then you get the opportunity to prove that his will is good and perfect and acceptable. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Old cycles have come to an end. Amen. 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 Some of you don't have things that you want to get rid of. Some of us have cycles that we want to break. Anybody have cycles that you want to break? Old cycles have come to an end. Look, 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 behold the former things. Come on now. Look, look, behold the former things have come. They're gone. It's over. Some old cycles have come. The former things have come to pass. There were some things that we have been through in times past that please don't expect it to happen in the same way. Okay? Don't expect to walk with the low self-esteem this year. Okay? Don't expect to hold back this week. That cycle, the thing that caused them, we'll look at it. It's a new cycle, a new day. Someone said, this is my season of grace for the new. Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, Spirit of the Lord, I welcome you here. I declare none of my words will fall to the ground, but these words will fall on good ground, that by the time we're done, we will produce fruit, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, tangible fruit this year. Isaiah 43, verse 18 says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Don't remember. To consider is to ponder. It is to give weight to. It is to kind of um, uh, include. It's like, you know, if you are, if you are tasting, if, no, I'm going to go, go with food, but let's leave that alone. It, it, it's, it's, to, it's to give consideration to, to include something in the equation when you're determining something else. So it's like the Spirit of the Lord is saying, I'm doing a new thing. Please make sure you don't add something from the old in the equation in trying to determine what I am doing. Does that make sense? Because what God is doing in this season, you will have no historical reference for. Amen? You, you don't necessarily have a historical reference for. He has broken a certain cycle. The mighty hand of God is at work. And by the way, we know it's all good because the plans that he has for us, they are. Come on, are you ashamed to say it's good? Has life told you otherwise? No, the plans for you are. Never apologize for believing for good. Every single day you wake up, brand new mercies. A mercy. God is not, you know, every time I read that scripture, I think about food again. But anyway, I think I, I'm going to just I'm gonna be myself. Okay. You know, he's not going to fry this fish with the oil he used last, last year. Fresh oil. Oh, that was good. You know that was good. Don't act like that wasn't good. Fresh oil. Fresh oil makes the food taste different. Fresh oil. Not the same kind of old thing. No, fresh oil. 
That's why your joy will be renewed this year, because it will be fresh oil. Hallelujah. That is why your, the, the joy of believing, some of you this year, the Lord will restore the joy of being a Christian once again, because fresh oil, you will see the Lord in his glory in a fresh way. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Someone say fresh oil. He's doing a new thing. His mighty hand is available to you in a new way. Forget the former things. Now, let me tell you the truth. There will be some frustrations this year. There will be some frustrations, and part of that frustration will have to do with how, with your attitude towards getting rid of the old. Your love for the old will frustrate you a little bit this year. Because you have a way of doing things, you have a way of hearing from God, you have an attitude towards the things of God that will need to be different in order to experience what God has for you. Our challenge today will be believing God in a fresh way. Are you with me so far? There will be, there will be relationships that will need to change. There will be routines that will need to be retired and made redundant. There will be ways of thinking that were great in the last season that will no longer suffice in this season. Can I go deeper? There will be levels of commitment to the things of God that worked in times past that will not work in this season. Amen. There will be levels of commitment to the house of God that was enough for you last year, but where God is taking you, you can't come to church l this year the way you came to church last year. Last year, maybe you could survive with a word every now and again, but this year, God is going to give you a vision so big that he's going to have to put you to sleep like Elijah and feed you regularly. Because in order to travel this journey, you're going to have to eat well. Amen. You're, you're, you're going to have to feed on revelation knowledge. Or if you choose not to, then you stay on the same level. Bless God. God is still good. You're still going to heaven. Nothing is wrong with you. All is well. You are on that level. But what I'm trying to tell you is the new things that God is doing requires a different wineskin. Look at the book of John, uh, Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9. Are you with me today? Someone say, God is doing something new in my life. I believe it. I will see it. I know the kids are in, so I'm, I'm going to round up shortly. Matthew 9, verse 16. I'm going to read from the Passion Translation because it just helps me explain it quicker. It says, and who would, who would mend, Matthew 9, 16, if you're there, say amen. Okay, it says, and who will mend worn out clothing with new fabric? This is what the Passion Translation says. When the new cloth shrinks, it will rip, making the hole worse than before. And who would pour fresh new wine into an old wineskin? Eventually, the wine will ferment and make the wineskin burst, losing everything. The wine is spilled and the wineskin is ruined. Instead, new wine is always poured into new wineskins so that both are preserved. 
God wants to do a new thing this year. He wants to do a fresh thing this year. But there needs to be a different container. Does that make sense? We can't approach God in the same way that we did last year. Not because we're trying to earn something else, but because Jesus has already given us something new. Does that make sense? There is a requirement to change the wineskin. Because Jesus said to his disciples after walking with them for a while, he says, there are some things that I want to tell you, but you cannot bear them yet. It's not that I am withholding these things. It's not that you don't deserve them. It's not that I, I don't want to release them to you. But if I give them to you at this state that you are in, as great as this state is, because they had walked with Jesus, they had known Jesus, they were not bad people. But in this state that you are in, if I give you what I want to give you, it will be, you know, it says, it says the wine, when the wine is poured into the wineskin, the idea is not just that you get new wine. But really, there is a development when the wine is poured in. The wine is supposed to ferment because it is when the wine develops and ferments like that, that it becomes alcohol and useful to the people that it is meant to serve. So it wasn't just about receiving the word. It wasn't just about receiving the wine. It's having the capacity to hold the wine that you have received in such a way that it ferments and you're still holding it. The word matures and you are still holding it. There is a requirement for the new things that God wants to do. For us to change the, the, the same things that kept us boxed in. Are you with me so far? What needs to change this year? What needs to change in your prayer life? What can I just say something and, you know, listen, this year, you better find time to pray. Amen? I, I'll, I'll tell you. What, because God is going to lead you through paths that your foot has not trod before. God is going to lead you through unprecedented ways. He says, I will make rivers in the desert. Now, if God tells you, walk through, one time Elijah shows up to, to, to three kings, and he says to them, they were asking for, you know, for water in the desert, the men were tired, and, 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 and Elijah says, bring me a minstrel, the minstrel came, he heard from the Lord, he told them, he told them, look, you will not see rain, you will not see anything, but you, you will not hear wind, sorry, but dig these ditches, because it will be filled with water. Now, now here is, here is it's, a, it's a new thing. A reverse being created in the wilderness. You will have supernatural experiences this year. Experiences where the Lord will say, dig a ditch in the wilderness. Don't look for the rain. Don't look for the wind, but expect water to show up. It takes a confidence in a person. This is why prayer is necessary. This year, I'm going to bring back an old school word, consecration. Amen. It's an old school word that we have lost in our times. Consecration is necessary. This year, you can't live life in a noisy world. We, we, we've got to learn to shut stuff down because we need to hear him. I'm asking you to prioritize hearing the Lord and having a confidence in him because when he's going to provide reverse in the desert, your education will have a problem with that. 
your understanding will have a problem with that. And so he says to them, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. It takes a knowledge of God to violate your understanding in order to believe the word. I'll say that again. It takes a knowledge of God, in or a personal knowledge of God, to violate, to ignore your understanding of, of how rivers work and how to get water in the desert in order to believe God for rivers in the desert. Amen? New wineskins. Everyone say new wineskins. There is a posture that you had towards the things of God last year that will not suffice this year. Again, please remember, when, when, when we, I, I always like to remind us, whenever I'm challenging you with regards to where we are, it, there is nothing that you and I can do to win God's affection, to win his love, or to win his promises. Jesus has done all of that. Okay? He has done all of that. So everything we do in Scripture is in response to what he has already done. Does that make sense? It is, it is in response to what we believe that he has already done. I really believe that God has called us. Uh, let, let, me, let, let me say something else. I believe that God has given me eyes to see and ears to hear. Amen? I don't mean just see normally. I mean see supernatural things. And giving me ears to hear supernatural things. I believe it. So guess what my posture is? Lord, I want to see. And anything that is a hindrance to me seeing, I am trying to remove from, my, from, from, from before me because I want to see. Does that make sense? It's the same thing with you. I am challenging us to not be lukewarm this year. I'm challenging you to not treat God like a hobby this year. I'm challenging you to not treat the word of God like, like um, a beverage, like an extra addition to your life. I'm challenging you to see the word of God, which is really the grace of God. The word of God that you have, the ability that you have to hear the word of God is the grace of God. Because Jesus is the word and the word is the grace of God. The fact that you have God's word, that is God saying, it, it, it is not because you deserve it, it's because he loves you. And so, and so our attitude to the word of God has got to be different. Because we want to hear him. If he's going to do new things, he's going to activate your creative abilities in fresh ways. Break up old cycles. Let, let, let's read the, um, Genesis 30, 31. I wanted to go here. Uh, uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. There's just so much the Lord is saying. And I hope he's speaking to you. I encourage you, pray over these scriptures. Do you hear what I'm saying? Pray over these scriptures. Believe God. Believe this word. You know, run with this word. Genesis 31. Can I read it from the screen? Um, Genesis 31. I, I want to show you how, how God is removing certain things. There the are often, often external factors sometimes that keep you in a particular frame of mind that might not be conducive for the new thing that God is doing. And I want to show you, we looked at this, we looked at this uh, um, uh, on Tuesday, but I want to remind you that God is breaking those cycles out. And he is, I, I want to show you where your position is in this season. Genesis chapter 31, verse 38. 
verse 38. <laughs> Genesis 31, verse 38. Can I use this? It says, now Jacob, Genesis 31, verse 38. Verse 38. It says, these 20 years, everyone say 20 years. Amen. 2020, I really do believe that this is, some cycles are breaking. God God does, anyway, let's leave that alone. It says, these 20 years I have been with you. Your, your, Your eels and your female goats have not miscarried their young. And I have not eaten the rams of your flock. Some of you are going to identify yourself as we read. Verse verse 37. He says, that which was torn by beasts, I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it. You required it from my hand, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. Verse 40. There I was in the day the drought consumed me, and the frost by night, and my sleep departed from my eye. Verse 41. Thus I have been in your house 20 years. Amen. I'm trying to describe a place that you have been for the last season of your life. And what that might have seemed like and what God is doing. He says, I served you 14 years for your two daughters. And six years for your flock. I have one daughter, so if you are interested, 14 years, you better start early. He says, and, and six years for your flock. And you have changed my wages ten times. It just feels like you've been in the last however many years, in the last season. It feels like there are things that you have tried and it feels like not, nothing has changed. It feels like you start the business but you end up with zero still. It feels like you worked this thing and you tried that thing. But it feels like that cycle of just returning to zero at best has continued. But look what the Lord is saying. He says, unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, the, uh, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. In other words, if the Lord had not been with you, some of you know that some of the things that you have been through in the last season, you will still not be believing. Come on, we somebody give God praise because the Lord is on your side. He says, you would have sent me away empty-handed. Next verse. He says, and Laban answered and said to to Jacob, these daughters are my daughters and these children are my children and this flock flock is my flock. All that, um, uh, 43, and Laban, no, I'm I'm not going to read further. But uh, if you read the rest of that scripture, This is Jacob. Jacob has got to a place in his life where he realized, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. He realized, for the last 20 years, I have been cheated out of what I'm supposed to be experiencing. There is a certain level of madness that needs to come to you. In other words, you have to get ticked off. Amen. Ticked off with certain things to confront your labors. Amen. You, You... You've got, to, you've got to decide in your mind, no, no, it's not, it's not good enough that I'm living from paycheck to paycheck. Just two people are mad about that, but it's all good. Watch those two people in the next decade. 
Because it always starts, deliverance always starts where even the sinner cannot be saved until they realize that they are a sinner. Until you realize that this level is not, it's not okay. For my wages to be changed ten times. It's not okay for me to be in a position where I can't even feed my family. Where I'm constantly worried about being evicted. Where, no, it's not okay. And the Lord is changing. If you read the rest of the scripture, you will find that the Lord rebuked Laban on behalf of, uh, on behalf of Jacob. Let me tell you, this season, the Lord is ready to rebuke every situation that has kept you bound. Heaven is backing your release from this time. You didn't hear me. I said, in other words, Jacob was getting mad that he was in this season. But what he was saying is, look, I'm not just mad that I've been in this season. Even God is on my side. I need you to know today, God is on your side. He's not been sitting back whilst you have been abused. He is on your side. He is declaring a new thing. This is why the Lord is declaring a new thing, because he has seen the last season. He has seen how your wages were changed ten times. He has seen what you have gone through, and now he's declaring a new thing, dealing with every external circumstance that has kept you bound. Let me announce something to you today. Your circumstance will not determine your creativity this year. I said your circumstance will not determine your creativity. Your ability to create new things will not be bound by any labor, any external thing in your life. Because the Lord has rebuked it on your behalf. Would you give the Lord a hand of praise today? So sometimes there are these external circumstances that we're going to have to confront. But there are also these internal circumstances that we're going to have to confront. The internal circumstances, Romans chapter 12, talks about the renewing of your mind. The renewing, in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it talks about how we are to offer ourselves a living sacrifice unto God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, to, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2 says, uh, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let me tell you, the Lord is backing your transformation. Okay? That's why he's declaring a new thing. That's what I was trying to get to. The Lord is backing your transformation. Come on, let's make a, uh, a, a confession. I like these confessions because they kind of solidify what I'm trying to say. Say after me, the Lord, the Lord is backing my transformation. See, I want you to know that as you're believing God for new things, it, it is not something that you have cooked up by yourself. It is because God has seen the last season of your life. He preserved you through the last season of your life because he's looking to bring you into a new season. He is backing your transformation. However, what we are going to need to do is to renew our minds, to change our mind about what used to be, to change our mind about how we used to operate, there are people that you used to ignore that you need to stop ignoring. Like, uh, amen. There are people who you didn't used to, you don't want to talk to, even at church, you just bless them. No, we, we need to change that. I said change it, change, 
Thank you. Okay? Amen. It's a new season. The, the old things have passed. We're going to have to posture your, you see, even creative, and, and, I, and I mentioned, and we, we, we'll unpack, there's still so much more, but I, I know some of you weren't able to make it to New Year's Eve, so I just kind of recapped some of the things, and we'll build in as we go along. But even those, anyone who creates anything, they understand that there needs to be a change. Yeah, creatives are putting their hands up here. There, there needs to be, oftentimes, there needs to be a change in your environment for your creative juices to flow. Because when you are in a certain, when we're singing atmosphere shift now, it's not really a shift. No, it, it is something. It is, it is a real thing. We can, you, you can change the, the, the air. The, the, the enemy is called the prince of the air. In other words, it, sometimes the, the only power he has, and he, you can see this in, in the world that we have, because he runs the media, and it's largely on social media. And some of you have been working on social media for him. You better stop it. Okay? Every time you're sharing fake news, something that you haven't checked out, and spreading fear, you are working for the Ministry of Devil Affairs. Because the way the enemy works is to saturate an environment with a particular way of thinking. Because if I can saturate, if you turn on the news, and all you get is fear. You go on social media, and all you get is fear. You go on, go to your lectures, and all you get is fear. Your creativity won't be stifled. There is a there is a cap on what you can create. And so, for us as believers, who God is looking to do new things amongst us, we have got to take the initiative to change our environment. When you wake up in the morning, so. Just, just go to bed at a different time. I'm speaking to myself that one, okay. Just go to bed at a different time. Wake up at a different time. Try a different routine. Break out of the norm because you will find that God is doing a new thing. And the new thing he's doing can't fit in with your old world. The same way of thinking is not going to produce new things. That new thing will come, but it will break the wineskin. It's a new season, church. Hallelujah. Anyone believe that today? It's a new season. What needs to change? What, what, what posture do you need to change? Well, uh, how, how, are, how have your prayers been? What kind of things have you been asking for? I was reading your book, uh, and, and it says um, um, bold prayers. Um, how, does, how does it go? God, uh, bold, bold prayers move God, and God, is, God moves when he hears bold prayers. Does that make sense? In other words, I want you to be in your, in, your, in, your, in your asking this year. Are you asking based on what happened last year? Are you asking based on the disappointment? Because these things happen. When you pray, you know, I, I, you, you know I've told you this before. I remember uh, for a long time after, after my mother died, and even when I became born again, um, I, I began passing. There were things I never believed God for. I didn't want to believe because I saw somebody die in the midst of people praying. So if this was fatal, there was something on the inside of me that even though I am praying, I didn't quite believe that God could turn it around. And that's, so God is looking to do a new thing, but my old experience is, is being considered in determining whether or not it can happen. Does that make sense? I want you to consider this year. 
I want you to think about last year. W- what disappointments? Don't be afraid of your disappointments. Don't be afraid of the things that you fell or you failed in. Don't, don't be that fake Christian who doesn't consider where they messed up. Amen? The beauty of being the righteousness of God is I can, I can visit my past, I can visit my mess without fear that I will be trapped. Are you with me? Because I am righteous. I want you to visit your past, visit your disappointments, visit your victories, visit your mindset, compare it to the world. What is God promising? What am I limiting God in? Amen? Because he is doing a new thing. So, Heavenly Father, I join my faith with yours. And I declare a new thing in the lives of your people. Come on, someone say amen. I declare a new thing in the lives of your people. I declare fresh wine and fresh oil is flowing in the lives of your people. I declare fresh insight into their circumstances, fresh, fresh insight into their world. What is it in their circumstance around the circle that they are standing in that needs to change? The same God who changed Laban, who removed Laban, who formed a circle around Jacob. Lord, I call upon you to remove every circle around your people today that this year we will break out of boxes. We will break out of of, of circles. This year, Lord, I pray that you will raise up disruptors. People who will disrupt the norm in culture, disrupt the norm in society, disrupt the norm in in their daily life, who will give themselves as living sacrifices to the things that you are looking to do in this season. Lord, we say we usher in the new. We usher in the fresh. We usher in the good things that you have in store for us. I pray for every person who has been believing God and standing on the word of God that in this season their faith will not fail. That where you have been mocked because of your faith in something that this year the Lord will vindicate you. That the Lord will demonstrate in your life that this is what happens to those who continually believe me. Even against hope, you still believe in hope. The Lord, Lord, I'm asking that you satisfy every desire of the heart of your people, where it aligns with your will for them, O God. Lord, we ask that you satisfy. I declare in this house, nobody is lacking. That in this house, people have jobs. In this house, companies are growing. In this house, wisdom is increasing. Spiritual growth is happening. I declare in the name of Jesus, every spiritual gift that you have given your people, I speak it into being in a new way, that your people are operating in fresh dimensions of the gifts of God upon their lives, that in the season their eyes are open to see you, their ears are open to hear you, and our hearts are full of courage to act on what we see and what we hear you say. In the name of Jesus, I declare in the name of Jesus there will be none ordinary amongst your people, that in this nation your people will stand out as lights. In this nation your people will stand out as lights to the Gentiles, that from this house, solutions for society will flow. From Come on, somebody say amen to this. From this house, creative ideas will come. From this house, creative ideas will flow. From this house, new things will be birthed. From this house, nations will celebrate the inventions 
that, that will come out of the hearts of these people. In the name of Jesus, I declare that companies will celebrate the day they employed your people because your hand will rest upon them. And just like Potiphar's house prospered because Joseph was there, we declare that the company that your people working, the departments your people working, will begin to prosper supernaturally because your people are there. In the name of Jesus, we declare that every street that your people live in is free from danger. It is free from harm because in a new way, your supernatural power will flow. We speak over the families, the extended families of your people, that because of these men and these women who believe that you are doing a new thing in our family, that, Lord, you will bring your people out through with the hands of these men and these women. I declare in the name of Jesus a peace that surpasses all understanding. Rest in the heart of every man and every boy and every girl. I declare in the name of Jesus a fresh unction is upon every person. A fresh anointing is upon every person. That your hand is upon their lives in an unprecedented way. Oh God, we are declaring that by the end of this year, we will not finish this year like we started. Lord, we believe your word. As you declared new things, we are declaring that we are of those people who believe your word. We believe for the new. We thank you. Goodness and mercy follows us. We're not expecting anything but good in our lives. You are doing only good. Healing when we are sick. Provision when we need it. Answers in darkness. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for supernatural wisdom that is flowing through every family that is represented here. I speak divine health over every person here that no one will die this year. That no one will die this year until they complete their purpose for your life. In the name of Jesus, sickness will not have the upper hand. Divine healing will be flowing in this house. Supernatural provision is our portion. In the name of Jesus, our children will serve the Lord. Our children will have supernatural encounters with the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we are asking that you will raise up a church, an army of people who are, whose hearts are not dull towards you. That you will raise up a people who are hungry for your purpose. That you will raise up people, oh God, who are hungry for what you need to do. Lord, we see in this nation a need for a bright light. There is a need for a bright light, people. There is a, there is a need. We see, oh God, that there is a need for a bright light in this city. So, Lord, we lift our hands up and say like Isaiah, here we are, send us, Lord. Here we are, send us. Here we are, send us. I hear the Lord saying, who, who will go for me? I feel Isaiah 6 here. Isaiah 6, where the Lord in all his glory is standing, and he says, who will... Who shall I send and who will go for me? And I'm praying that you and I will be those people who will boldly stand up and say, Lord, here I am. 
Here I am. Here I am. Nations will feed of the new things he will create for me. Mouths will speak and not me. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Repeat after me, Heavenly Father. Be it unto me according to your word. I thank you, Lord, that I have eyes to see, ears to hear, a courageous heart to act on what I see and what I hear. Thank you, Lord, that these hands are blessed. My words are blessed. Every place that you set, that I set my foot, you have given me for a possession. Thank you, Lord. Out of my belly shall flow rivers of living waters. I declare that my life will be littered with new things from heaven to the earth. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise if you believe. Come on, somebody praise the Lord like you believe. Let's come before God with our giving. Let's come before God. We'll dig into this more and more. Please know, please know, that's what I was kind of alluding, what the Spirit of God is saying. Please know the new things that he's creating in your life, of course it will bless you, but it's not for you. Okay, did you hear that? The new things that God wants to do, the, the expanse of your business. Amen. Amen. I prophesy over anyone in business this year that you will not operate at a loss. Amen. Come on, I declare anyone in business, I prophesy over you that you will not operate at a loss this year. That right whilst, whilst, whilst it's dark in Egypt, it will be light in your business. Whilst they say businesses are dying in the first year, yours will buck the trend. In the name of Jesus, every new thing, I say new streams of income, new streams of income, amen. The Lord will give you wisdom beyond your years, resources beyond your means. I'm going to declare the word of the Lord over you, amen. I will declare the word of the Lord over you. I chose this year, I'm not, I'm not intimidated, shall I tell you the truth? Last year, I know some of you went through some things, and I went through some things that um, still come back, okay? But let me tell you the truth. I was intimidated by. Anybody ever been intimidated by your circumstance? Sometimes people go through stuff that intimidates you. The Lord picked me up on that this year. And I said, this Cheeto, you're going to have to believe my word more than what the people go through. So if I'm a little bit aggressive this year with de declaring the word over you, it is because this year the word of the Lord will prevail. Hallelujah. That even if the enemy intensifies his attack on you, the word of the Lord will prevail. My focus is on the word of the Lord this year. Amen. And, uh, and he will do amazing things in your life. So I, I, I encourage you, honor the word. Give. Amen. Give. Honor the word. Let your faith be authentic. Authentic faith is, is faith with corresponding action. Authentic faith in what I preach is not in me shouting and preaching. It is when I go home 
and I'm facing things and in my private conversations with my wife, she can see me acting on what I preach at home. Does that make sense? It's, it's, it's when, when heaven or when anybody looks at my bank account, they will not just see me telling people to give, but they will see that I give. Authentic faith is faith where people see and where people don't. Amen. 